Blog Talk Radio.
We'll go ahead and let that play in the background. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Lost Talk Radio. This is the show. The Watchman of Zion. I want to thank everybody for being on time. Those of you on the phone lines already. Those of you that are already in the chat room, I want to thank you all for showing up on time. That says that you value the show. That says that you look forward to the show. And hopefully that means that you're going to contribute to the show because truly, your brother don't have all the answers tonight. I'm just the person that the Father is using to get this started. And uh, and by the way, that was the Clark Sisters. Uh, As you probably figured out, Zion Put On My Strength is the name of that one. But I like that song. It has a lot of meaning to it. Folks, y'all uh, have tuned in to, like I said, Block Talk Radio. I'm Brother Seth. And my um, special guest, uh, Brother Kenneth Johnson, will be on the line very shortly. I think he's in the house. I'll bring him in in a second. But I just want to thank everybody again for showing up on time. It means a lot for those of us that do these blogs. And uh, because we may not we may say something now that we may not repeat later, and if you're late, you miss out. Just that simple. Well, I'm going to be honest with you tonight. I'm a little bit tired in body, but in spirit, I am just excited about what the Father is doing with the people on the planet. I'm talking about everybody, uh, especially those that seek his face. When we say Zion, as you know, the name of the show is The Watchman of Zion. Who are we talking about? We're talking about those that seek the Most High. This is the true Zion of today. But initially, Zion was Israel and the land of Israel, the people of Israel. That is what we call Zion initially. And I believe that that same Israel is around today. They have been scattered throughout the four four corners. They were lost. They were called the lost tribes. But I believe the Most High have revealed it to his prophets all over the planet who these people are. And we believe beyond a shadow of doubt that African Americans are one of the lost tribes. Perhaps they're Judah. Perhaps they're Issachar. Perhaps they're Nephtali. Um... Whatever tribe it is, one time. Whatever tribe that um, African Americans find themselves claiming, I know a lot of y'all claiming very different things. Levi, whatever tribe you're claiming to be, just know this: that the Father requires us to seek Him in spirit and in truth. And that's what we want to talk about tonight. I know this is open forum, but we want to we want to uh, start off talking about that. But I don't want to jump ahead of myself. I want to bring on the guests here in a second. But I just want to uh, first ask everybody. I know you can't answer me, but how are you doing tonight? How are you doing tonight? How is your family doing tonight? Uh, how is your relationship with the Most High? You know, what do you have to tell me that would inspire me to? want to press a little harder, want to go a little faster, want to go a little deeper, want to walk a little stronger. 
I need your help tonight. I need your help tonight. I never, well, I'm not going to say never, but I try my hardest not to uh, do these shows from a condescending standpoint because truly I don't have it like that. But the most I have been good to me. And he has shared a lot of things over the years. And I do these little blogs uh, in efforts to give back the things that I know for sure. And that's what we, that's all we have is what we know for sure, okay, in terms of our ministry. We only know what we've been called out of. We only know, you know, Christ said we um, speak that, that we know and testify that, that we've seen. Our testimony is what we come out of, and I have come out of a lot of ignorance. I'm still ignorant in many ways, but I have learned so much about the Scriptures and the Father and the Holy Spirit and spiritual warfare, and et cetera, et cetera. And I love doing these blogs, sharing with you, just like I'm sure the brother that I'm going to bring on here in a second. We just love sharing what the Father is doing in our life. It don't mean our life is together. It don't mean every we, we're walking hand in hand like Adam did with the, with the Father. It don't mean that. It just means that whatever you have, whatever you have, and you have something, you have some type of success in your life. Yes, you you don't have to always be that millionaire. Or that uh, I, I I beg to differ that a lot of these people that are rich is even successful. I, I believe the success is those that are who have a humble heart. That's what the scriptures say. Those whose heart is bowed down to the Father. Those that have a, a broken spirit and contrite heart. Scripture says the Father seeketh such. This success is more of an attitude. It's more of a, a spiritual condition of the heart versus something you can see, taste, touch, and smell. Anyway, I'm kind of jumping around tonight. I told you I'm a little tired. But let me go ahead and, without further ado, and bring on my guest. He is the one and only brother, Kenneth Johnson. I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about himself. Uh, Erico 512 I think this is Brother Kenneth. Are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. How you doing, Brother Seth? Hey, how you doing, Brother? Good to hear your voice. It's a different setting. Good to hear your voice. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Okay, well, don't be shy. I know you, you, I, know, <laughs> I know you can go, brother. I know you can go. And I want to just just kind of invite the uh, uh well, share something that happened earlier. This brother and I often were not. We have, we just met. We actually I haven't been knowing him that long, but I, I. But spiritually, it's like I've been knowing him for a very long time, and the father's put in his heart to start a work, and he's a part of a very successful uh, uh, church uh, that's that's really all over the country. And I'll let him tell you about that in a little bit. But I like his spirit, and I like I like I like people that you can talk to that know a lot, but is uh, humble, and uh, it's been a while since I met somebody with the type of spirit he has, and uh, uh, hopefully the Father has a lot in store for both of us in terms of our work. Uh, uh, Like I said, he's trying to start up the ministry, and I have no doubt in my mind with the heart he has right now that he he will be very successful, and hopefully I will be a part of that. Um, but anyway, um, like I said, we, we, we don't we don't know each other a whole lot about each other, 
This is one of the new people the Father's brought in my life since I've been in Texas. And uh, I just want to go ahead and just open up the floor, give him the floor, and just I want you to introduce yourself, Brother Kenneth, let everybody know about the work that you're a part of and uh, how that they are all over the United States, just a little bit about what, what, is, what the Father's doing in, in your church. And then we're going to get into this, into this open forum. And, folks, I'm letting you all know this right now. So you might as well get your tape recorders or whatever you want to do to, to or your notepads. We're going to talk a lot tonight a lot tonight about various topics, but we definitely going to talk about uh, this movement of black it, black Jews, black black black. But the reason we have to say is Jews, first thing people think of is people over in Israel. And uh, I want to talk about the people in America that we believe, that I believe. Now, these are some things that Brother Kent, you know, and uh, he's new to this, and he's 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 doing on and praying about it, and I appreciate his honesty on that. But the one reason I invited him to this show is because something he said to me when I was explaining them how that we were the uh, one of the lost tribes of Israel. He said something very keen, and I'm kind of getting into it. I, I said I wouldn't, but I got to just say this. But he was talking about no matter who you are in the natural, no matter. Okay, everybody, this is Seth, your host, one of your hosts tonight. I just want to let everybody know we have been disconnected. We have been in, temporarily interrupted. Uh, this happens all the time. When you do blogs, you know what I'm talking about. So uh, I prepared this little clip in advance just in case we are interrupted due to technical difficulties. So sit back and enjoy this next clip. Uh, that we're going to play for you while we're trying to reconnect with you, okay? Be patient. We'll be right back with you shortly. Okay, folks, I'm back. I'm back. I knew that was going to happen. I knew that would happen. And so, anyway... I'll turn this clip off. I, I knew that would happen. I have the worst phone connection. Do not get T-Mobile phones if you can help it. Please do anything, Verizon, anything, Verizon, any any, any phone company but T-Mobile. I constantly, it may cut off again. I've been having problems with it. It's just where I live. I live in an area where the reception is horrible. But anyway, uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go back to Brother Kenneth. Again, God is doing the work with this brother. He is... Uh, I believe been called to to to, to this area, and uh, I'm glad I'm getting in on the very very beginning. I don't know what all the fathers going to do with me and him. I don't know what our relationship will be like ministry wise, but I do know this: y'all about to hear from a brother with a very good heart. I'm not going to um, talk any longer. Let me go ahead and bring him on, brother Kenneth. Go ahead and just share a, a bit of who you are and how people can get a hold of you in the event they need to after the show. Uh, yeah, Brother Seth, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm Brother Kenneth Johnson, uh, minister uh, affiliated with the Living Gospel Church, and we've been working together uh, and, and planting a work in the U.S. Texas area right now. 
working with a group of people uh, through sharing the Word of God and through Bible studies. Um, and I just appreciate you bringing me on here uh, just to share the Word and the good news with you and uh, hope that we can uh, both enlighten one another uh, in the Scriptures on uh, what God is, is saying to us uh, on, on today. And so uh, that, that's what we're doing. And, uh, you know, if, if anyone wanted to have, you know, have any more information about, uh, you know, the living gospel, I, I would uh, suggest that they would just reach out on this particular recording uh, and then we would kind of go from there. But I just wanted to focus on the topic that you uh, have presented tonight and I want to bring the attention away from it uh, and just well, talk let, about worshiping God. Well, let's do this, Brother Kim. Go ahead and at least give them the address and website, if there is a website uh, that you can recall of the ministry. I know it's a large ministry. It's in more than one state. Do you have? Do you happen to know the uh, website? I know I'm, I'm catching you off guard, but uh, you have another um, website or either the address where they can they have any inquiries because we're going to get to talking. I got a feeling like it, it always happens. We never forget, we never go back to this. We always forget. So I just want to make sure everybody know who you are and what you who you affiliated with. Yeah, the, the Living Gospel Church. I would say that if you know, if you go to www.tlg-dallas.org, that's www.tlg-dallas.org. That's a good place to start on the website to get a variety of information about the church, the ministry. Uh, we have several churches uh, around the nation and overseas. Uh, and this will give you a history also of the church and its affiliations. So this this is a, okay. is a good place to start. Okay. Well, folks, like I said tonight, uh, the name of this show, for those of you that don't know the name, you just kind of, uh, somebody gave you a phone number to call, hey, listen to this guy. The name of this show, uh, Sunday, we call it, we have, uh, y'all bear with me, I'm still not hearing my, like I want to. But the name of the show is The Watchman of Zion. The Watchman of Zion. And we are basically watchmen. If we're following the Most High, we are supposed to watch and pray. That's what the Bible tells us, to watch and to pray. So we're kind of like back in the olden time when they had the, the, the giant fortresses and they had the watchmen to look out for the enemy. And when the enemy, they saw what they thought was the enemy, they would ring a bell or alert the mighty man, if you will, and they came and, 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 and um, protected their people. We are watchmen tonight, and this show is about us taking a, a critical but spiritual look into a culture, African-American culture, uh, a critical look into African-American worship, a critical look into African-American doctrine, and we just want to line it up with the scriptures and, and kind of shed the light on things we think is destroying our people. Spirit destroying our people. Now, if you're listening tonight and you happen to be not what we call African American, this show is definitely for you as well because you, my friend, should be a good Samaritan. 
And if there is a problem with someone, you are called to be a good Samaritan and still be a part of the solution, although you may not be supposedly ethnically connected with these people. You are spiritually connected with these people. We are our brother's keeper. We are to look out for our other fellow human beings. Now, so why do we focus on Zion? Again, the definition of Zion. I've got to lay this foundation before we go any further so everybody is on the same page as to who we are, what we're doing. Don't let the name Watchman throw you off. It just means two brothers sharing the scriptures, taking a critical look into our culture, the things we believe, uh, uh, the things that we uh, fear, practices that we see often among our people that is damaging. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. So we'll hit that a little bit, but like I said, I first want to talk about how important it is that we not get wrapped up in too much of the flesh in terms of who we are ethnically versus who we are in the spirit. I'm going to say it again. The first thing we want to talk about is this giant movement, millions of African Americans returning to their, their original belief system. Okay? Now, Brother Kenneth, is, this, is, this is new to him, and he is, you know, checking it out and praying over this whole message. So I'm letting you all know that right now. But he has a major, major uh, revelation or truth really is the foundational truth of just keeping the spirit intact where it needs to be. His concern is no matter who we are in the flesh, no matter what we discover in terms of what bloodline, we cannot get away from who we are in the spirit. And I agree with him. And since I can walk with him on that, that truth, we can talk all night on that. So we're going to do that. We're going to talk or we're going to hit that. But i like to hit some other things if the, the, the Father's willing uh, and the Holy Spirit is willing, I should say. I'm very serious, folks. We're not playing tonight. If y'all call, if you tune into the show and you're bored and you just want to hear something exciting, probably, I'm telling you, don't waste your time just going to another channel. I don't need people that bad to listen to me. We need people that is concerned about our people, our youth, our older people, our middle-aged people. Uh, when I say our people, I'm talking about the nation, a lost tribe, that I believe is a lost tribe according to scripture called African Americans. If you don't know them to be Israelites or a lost tribe, that's fine. Just look at them as you just, for you, we just call it African Americans. But I'm concerned about these people that we call African-Americans. I'm concerned about last week we talked about rap for two hours. Two hours. I'm concerned about our people. And I figure what better way to, than to just have this blog and I'll put the title on the show. People know what we're talking about. And I'm, I'm thankful that we have people in the chat room and on the phone line that want to hear about this. So before we jump into that, I want to give a few more people a little bit more time to just kind of take care of a few little uh, what we call house cleaning issues or whatever. I want to remind everybody that we do have a website. 
we do have a website. When I say we, I mean Five Smooth Stones. The 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 Five Smooth Stones is, is the host. I mean, that's I, the name I came up with. Five Smooth Stones is five answers to five questions that I asked the Most High years ago. I asked him five heartfelt questions that drove was driving me, and those five answers I call Five Smooth Stones. So when we say Five Smooth Stones, it's just a name that I've given for this network. Well, Five Smooth Stones does this show every Sunday. This is a new show called The Watchman Design. And uh, we'll do this show as long as the Father is willing. And uh, it will hopefully always be two men or two people to be a woman and a man. And uh, we're going to just try to help our people dealing with doctrines and practices and a lot of this stuff y'all see among our people is just destroying us, like the rap music we did last week. So, um, but I want to remind everybody to please check out the website. It's www.5smoothstones, spell it out, no, 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 no uh, numbers, 5smoothstones.webs.com, repeat, www.5smoothstones.webs.com. Also, for those of you that are more scholarly-minded, you appreciate the show, you appreciate Brother Seth sharing scriptures, you appreciate Brother Kenneth joining me tonight, and you enjoyed it, but you want a little bit more. You want more information. You would like books, and you want to know more authors. You want to know more. You, You want just more proof of the things we talk about. Well, as far as the things I'll be sharing tonight, I have on uh, the blog that you're listening to right now, over Blog Talk Radio, if you'll go on your computer to blogtalkradio.com slash the number five underscore smooth underscore stones. One more time, blogtalkradio.com slash five, the number five this time, underscore smooth underscore stones. When you go to their front page and, and it's talking about and, and you're looking at the description, you'll be looking at the description of the, of the of the show. Move to the very bottom, and there's a link to my library, my online library. It's very important if you are a scholarly-minded person, you want more information on anything we talked about over over five smooth songs over these three years I've been doing these shows. Go to the library simple and plain, go to the library and uh, just help yourself. There's all types of authors, people that fear the most high, that are putting this truth out there about who we are as a people and about how we should seek the most high. And just a lot of truth at that library. I'm going to take a very short break, very short break, allowing some more people to come, and we'll be right back, okay? So, Brother Kenneth, can you just hold on for a second, and we'll be right back, okay? All right. All right. This is going to be Damon Marley. We'll just listen to a little bit of Damon Marley. Uh, name of this song is called Leaders. It's pretty unique. We'll be right back.
them. Neighborhood know we coming. JK, them snakes could not violate him. Pimps memorize his lines verbatim. He reps in Wyo. Gives he knows the Wados. Not church is how we tied though. He walked the tenement, sleeps at a super fly condo. My kind of nigga, my icon, my idol. No certificate for this misfit who handle business. The odds act against him, he fights back, Mac and Denver's. Never puts cash or ass before. I have no fear whatsoever of anybody or anything. Somehow he got around the pitfalls of the system. When he walks, we watch. When he talks, we listen. Okay, I'll let that play in the background. Welcome back again to uh, this brand new show, The Watchman of Zion. And again, like we said earlier, Watchman is nothing more than people that are watching and praying. They're watching and they're praying. And two brothers that watch and pray is Brother Seth, that's me, and Brother Kenneth, who's on the line. Uh, this is a brother, like I said earlier, I've met recently in my life. He is um, serious about starting a work. He actually have already started the work. It's just a matter of it growing, and it is growing. And um, I just brought him on tonight because I like the spirit. And um, uh, I brought him on tonight. Let me just back up a little bit, back, 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 back up, back up. Brother uh, Ellie Shua uh, was not able to be on tonight. And I, I could have just went ahead and did it without him. Y'all know I've been doing that for three, four years now. But I wanted to have another person, and I thought of this brother. Uh, um, again, I, he has a very good spirit, and I like people around me that fear the Most High and are trying to promote the kingdom of the Most High. So having said that, Brother Kenneth, I want to pose a question to you first. Now, you heard me talk about is. You heard me talk about this whole movement of Israelites, this whole everywhere you go, you're saying African-Americans claiming to be uh, uh, one of the lost tribes of Israel, and they are returning to their heritage, what they believe to be their heritage, and I believe it also. But I'm just trying to stay neutral here when I say they. 
But um, there, there are thousands, if not millions, because it's not just a U.S. thing. I mean, I have the opportunity to travel to 24 countries, and I'm not saying I've seen it in every country I've been to, but I have seen it globally. Dark-skinned people all over the globe are claiming not all dark-skinned people. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there is people, after they've looked at Deuteronomy 28 and what Moses said, in verse 46 where he says these blessings or curses is going to be upon Israel forever. Blessings, blessings, blessings or curses. Don't think it's all about cursing. If they obey as a nation, and this is not an individual thing, please understand me. Please don't let me have to repeat this anybody. I'm not saying that because I believe that Israel as a nation is walking through curses that that means you curse and I'm cursed. I'm not saying that if you obey the Most High and and fulfill the Scriptures, do your part, trust in the Most High, he will take care of you and your family. You will blossom in the middle of this desert. But this nation, this nation that we call African American, this nation within a nation, let the record show. I want to go on record and make it very clear that I believe we are living out the prophetic prophecies spoken of in Deuteronomy 28 and throughout the whole, really, Bible, we are Israel. And I was sharing these things and other things with this brother, and he brought a very valid point that y'all know I've been talking about on this Five Smooth Stone Network for a very long time. I have been talking about it, but I want him to come on and share some of the things we talked about that's important, far more important, even if we were, which I know we are, but even if we have bona fide, solid proof and the whole world acknowledges us as Israel, there are some spiritual things that the Father's called us to do, be, and I want him to kind of elaborate on that. Brother Kenneth, can you go ahead and, and share some of the things we talked about earlier? Uh, sure. I, I think one of the things is that we all know that uh, Jesus, when he came on this earth, he brought in uh, grace and truth and mercy. And it doesn't mean that we have done away with the Old Testament or done away with aspects of the law, uh, but he also ushered in grace and mercy. And because of that, what God wants us to do is he wants us to grow now in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, which means that uh, now that we recognize who we are in Christ, what we must do is we must work on ourselves for the rest of our lives to take on the nature of Christ that we may obtain eternal life uh, and be with the Father one day. And, and that is the task that God has challenged us with, but he didn't leave us alone. He's here to help us day by day to overcome uh, ourselves in things that are not like like Christ. And so that is what my focus is, and that's what I'm trying to impart to all those that are believers and are willing to come to Christ 
to the Father uh, to work on a goal of obtaining eternal life. That is to live forever, to to escape the corruption of this world and the corruption of this body that we're housed in uh, and live forever. Okay. Let me ask you this. Now, you and I talked about earlier, and I was really uh, going on and on and on telling you about how what happened to me when I began to embrace this whole truth about African Americans being one of the lost tribes. There's obviously uh, other tribes scattered throughout the four corners. The scripture says that the Father would scatter Israel because of their disobedience. So they're literally at all four corners of the planet. And uh, uh-huh. one of the things said, one of the things spoken of that they would go through in Deuteronomy 28 verse 68 is they would be put in slave ships, and they would be scattered throughout the four corners. And we know everybody as a nation was not put in slave ships and scattered. And you and I was talking, to, uh, and we began to really get into it and talk about it. And, and uh, I, I, uh, I was telling you that uh, how I was so blessed by that. And uh, I, I was saying it was almost like a, a foster child. You know, a foster child, they can be a believer. They can trust in the Bible, trust in the Scriptures, trust the Most High. They can go to church every day. Foster, foster people that are brought up in the foster system can enjoy all the blessings uh, that we, that most people in church call blessings, you know. But... If you ask that foster person, that foster child that's now an adult, ask them, would you like to know your identity? Would you like to know who your parents are? Sometimes they do know, but I mean, let's say it's a situation where they don't know. You cannot tell me that when that person is reconnected with their people, their land, wherever they're from, that that would bring a whole nother revelation, a whole nother walk, a whole nother awareness. And while it may not be nowhere near important as who we are in the spirit, we cannot argue that that is a certain type of freedom, if you will, that will come from them being reconnected with their bloodline. And I believe, and uh, and uh, I want us to hit this a little harder about even some scriptures here, and then we'll get into the scripture in a second. But what Paul warned us about, there's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither male nor female. Now, I know in one sense I'm going to sound like I'm contradicting myself because in one sense I'm saying that I'm not saying we shouldn't pay attention to us, who we are in the flesh. I It blessed me just like you would bless that foster child. But I just want this show tonight to sound an alarm as we are watchmen on the wall, sound an alarm very loud that while we are celebrating who we are as a people, our new discovered identity, we are not to in any way 
any stretch of the imagination, at any time in our life, think that we can approach the Most High based upon that, but that we will be humble by finding out who we are and let that be something to encourage us to continue to live for the Most High. Do you follow me, Brother Kenneth, on that? I know because I, I, another reason I like you on the show is because you're not one of those persons that is an Israelite per se. I mean, you are, I believe, but I'm just saying as far as you acknowledging, it's something new to you. And But you have the spirit enough in you to say, you know, this sounds really good. And, I, and you even said, it, I, can, I can see this, I can see it. But you, you was cautioning me with regards to the spirit. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I follow what you're saying. I think it is, uh, in the natural, uh, it is something about identity. Uh, when one recognizes their identity, uh, it some kind of way provides them with a sense of, of purpose. Of purpose. And when you know who you are uh, naturally, naturally so, who you're, for your mother and your father... Who your family are, families are, uh, it makes a difference in a person's life in terms of their purpose and what direction that they're they're moving in. I think it helps that person to obtain a focus. Uh, and as you stated earlier, you, you're absolutely right. Uh, after that, uh, then it is okay. Now I realize who I am naturally. I realize where my inheritance lies naturally. Uh, now, in, in terms of the Father, now what am I to do and where am I to go from here? And that is to remember uh, uh, who we are, remember where we come from, and now strive to become uh, just like the Father. And so that, that, that should be our primary focus uh, in this life because there's so many things that the Word uh, gives us in terms of how we should live. Uh, the Bible says that a, the steps of a good man is ordered by God. And so what we want God to do is order our steps uh, throughout our life. And so I think that's what we need to focus on and need to gear our life, uh, lives towards. Uh, one of the things that I'm so passionate about in teaching the Word of God and preaching the Word of God is that I bring uh, some sense of insight into how is it that the Word applies to my everyday life. When I need to make a decision, when I need to make a move, how can I look into the perfect law of liberty and find an answer for what my next steps are going to be uh, also in line with praying uh, to the Father. So th these are the things that, that we are to to look at. This is how we're going to worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Uh, after we have found out who we are in God. And so that this is this is something I'm I'm very passionate about. Um and, and I think this is going to be an ongoing uh discussion. Uh, because because God has given us, uh, brother, a ministry of, of reconciliation. That is to reconcile 
uh, all those that we come in contact with back to Christ, back to uh, the Father. And, and that's what our endeavor uh, is to be, is to regain the spiritual connection that mankind once had uh, and have that spiritual connection uh, in an eternal presence with God. And I'm going to add to that. Uh, again, we are different. You heard two different watchmen, if you will. Again, um, we are watching and praying, as the scriptures say, and we are observing. I've observed some some behaviors among our people, those that have come into this light of, uh, of their true ancestors. And, folks, if you've never heard of what I'm talking about and you just kind of lost right now because you've never heard of no black Jews or you've never heard of African Americans claiming to be no lost tribe, you don't know what Brother Seth is talking about, I would encourage you to go to blogtalkradio.com slash five, the number five, underscore smooth, underscore stones, Go to the very first time you I ever mentioned this on on that network. It's called um, Biblical Proof, uh, uh, Proof of Black Biblical Jews, Proof of Black Biblical Jews. And I go, I start from scratch. I start from as simple, I simplify it as much as I can, and I go through lots and lots and lots of scriptures showing how Moses the different things Moses said would happen to Israel. And when you look at what Moses said, Moshe said would happen to Israel, you have to conclude that no other people is living those things out except African Americans. If there are another group of people living out those same prophecies, they're nothing more than one of our brothers and sisters, sister tribes scattered. Maybe it's the Ashanti people. Maybe it's the Igbo people of West Africa. Maybe it's the Limba people of South Africa because they have been brought there in ships. Believe it or not, they are living out all of those prophecies that Moses said would happen to Israel throughout the scriptures, not just Deuteronomy 28. Perhaps they're in India. India have a, a group of people called the Untouchables. You know, it used to be the, the shadow of the untouchables. If a shadow of one of these people get up on, if, if I can talk tonight, if a shadow of one of these people that we call the untouchables, that they call the untouchables, would would touch a, a, a person, you were supposed to go wash. That people to this day is in, the, you know, uh, India, they say they don't have that caste system no more, but they still have a caste system. The different uh, classism is very strong there. And these people are at the very bottom. And those people live out the scriptures. The more you study about the untouchables, the Dalit, the, 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 the more uh, uh, polit politically correct name is Dalit, D-A-L-I-T. You can Google it while you're talking to me, while you're listening to me. But the Dalits, uh, these people in India are the lowest of the lowest. I had the opportunity to see some when I was in Israel. I mean, when I was in India, uh, New Delhi. And what was just real quick, little side row, Brother Kenneth, and we'll come right back. These people would carry around cow dung on their head. Cow dung, if you can imagine that. Uh, it's, it's the weirdest thing that you ever see. 
but they carry it because in India they translate that into fuel. A lot of people now in the in this country they turn waste into fuel. Where India been doing it forever, and that's who carry a lot of the cow dung to these companies to produce it, this fuel is the Dalits, and they're very dark. They're the darkest people in India. But if you look at their history, how they got there, what they go through as a people, they can't seem to come together. Uh, I mean, all of the things that African Americans have experienced, they go through. And it's people that have gone through what we go through, we as African Americans, people that are living our, our mirroring our pain, and they're on the other side of the world. They're nothing more than Israel. The way you know who is a true Jew is through the scriptures. You can't trust DNA. DNA is political. You have to look at the scriptures. And, again, tonight what we're doing on this show, we're taking the time out of our busy schedules to remind our brothers and sisters to not, while we are celebrating, finding out who we are as a people. And I know some of y'all just don't get it, you don't understand it, you just can't see it. It's the most craziest thing you've heard. I sound cuckoo. I know how I sound because when I first heard it, I thought the same thing. But when you start listening to the Bible and it's talking about Israel and how their, their houses was led by women, one Israelite said to the Father, how long will we suffer as a nation? And the Father replied, until your houses be without a man. Israel houses, for the most part, was led by women. They had as much single parenting as African Americans. Their youth behaved like our youth. It just was in biblical time. They may have called their music something else, and they may have wore something a little different, but African American culture as we know it, as it is in the raw right now, is Hebraic. It's just in the curse side of it. We're doing exactly what we're supposed to do under a curse when you're disobedient. What Moses said would happen to Israel if they are disobedient. We're performing exactly the script that he said would happen. I cannot take this show and turn it into that show. You're going to have to go back and listen to the show's called. Uh, biblical proof of uh, I, I have to say it's been so long I have to, I, I'm going to look it up here real quick Because it's been so long since I even We did this show four years ago But it's lots of them Not just that show Okay Okay brother Kenneth I see I lost you there for a minute But you're back right I'm here Okay it says I lost you for a minute Maybe that's an error. But anyway, folks, I'm going to give you, I'm going to help you all out real quick with this. You go to blogtalkradio.com slash five, the number five, underscore, smooth, underscore, stones. Then you want to move. I, got, I can tell you the date. You want to go all the way back to 2011. Yeah, that's when we actually did the 2011. I think it was early, but no, it was 2011. You want to go to to, to March 20th, 2011, if this year is right, I believe it is, 
Amazing Proof of Black Biblical Jews 101. We had a big turnout to hear that. And then I did it again. Amazing Proof of Black Biblical Jews Part 2. Then I did it again. Amazing Proof of Black Biblical Jews Part 3. And I think there was even a part four. We we kept hitting that, hitting that because of the outcry of people wanting to know, wanting to hear. And because people responded to those shows, we continue to talk about it. And uh, it's just, like I say, it's just it's something that's just, it's, it's very, very strong movement. I, I have about two, 2,500 Facebook friends, and I'd say out of all of them, 900 of them are Hebrew Israelites. So this is not something small. It is a younger generation coming along because they're not fed the lives that we were, us older people. Uh, they're not stuck on certain things. Once they see the scriptures say something, they just believe it, whereas some of us, we have the fight through a lot of traditions and so forth. I want to ask you something, Brother, brother Kenneth, and again, I appreciate uh-huh. you coming on. Under such a short notice, and by the way, everybody, he did let me know because of this being such a short notice that he might not be able to stay the whole show because he got a lot of he has early obligations like most people do in tomorrow uh, in the morning. He may not be able to stay until about an hour, so if he stay past twelve, it's a blessing. But I want to come back to you and and, and uh, just talk about some of the things we talked about uh, when we shared uh, earlier uh, off the line. Um, and that is when we talked about, uh, let me ask you this. Have you had an opportunity to uh, to think um, what this may be to you if it is true that we are one of the lost tribes of Israel? What it would do uh, to you personally? I think personally, uh, what what it does for me, and for me, uh, pre- pretty unique, uh, not not, a, not uh, being uh, in the same category as most, but for me, uh, it, it definitely gives me a stronger desire to to visit uh, the land of Israel uh, and to look at the the heritage and things that uh, our forefathers. Uh, experience and, and what's taking place there today physically uh, with my own eyes. I, I think it would give me a stronger desire to to do that. Uh, and at this point, I think that is mainly uh, the extent of what that more likely would, would do for me, try to get more of an insight on uh, the tribes of Israel and how that relates to me. Uh, these are the things that that I uh, would look at from a natural uh, perspective. Uh, But the Bible lets me know that I can't live after the flesh. For if I live after the flesh, uh, then uh, I'm going to find death. But if I live after the spirit, uh, eternal life, we we all are going to, to leave this earth one day and my endeavor is that I live such a life that when I leave this earth that I could have eternal life with the Father. And that is my primary uh, focus, and that's what uh, I'm, I'm looking toward because uh, my hope, the Bible says, if I have hope in this life only, uh, I, I can become a man 
most miserable. I can go to uh, Israel. I can see all the things in Demona that uh, are related to my heritage, possibly, and see all those that uh, may be uh, physical relatives through uh, the uh, Israelites and various tribes and things of that nature. Uh, but but when I have a need of healing, uh, where do I turn? Uh, when I have a need of provision in my life, where do I turn? When I, when I can't uh, get over my infirmities that are within my spirit, uh, I realize that I have an advocate uh, with the Father, and that that is uh, what my primary uh, focus is. It, it to answer your question. It would do some great things for me, but very little in comparison to what my my ultimate goal is in heaven. And I I think that uh, I don't know for the show maybe unfair to ask me that question, uh, but but that's uh, that's my passion and that's that's what that's what I'm after to see well, the other one. Well, well, I want you to know that that's one of the reasons I I, I thought of you on this show when the brother said he couldn't make it because, you know, and that's a whole other conversation as far as uh, what we'll talk about that another time as far as what actually transpired with me and him. Uh, had a lot to do with the last show. We'll talk about that later. But I, that's one reason I thought of you because of what you just said. I love what you just said. And that is what I want a lot of people to know that is the most important thing is the spirit. And for those of y'all that say, I, I like that, Brother Kenneth, and that's exactly what I'm saying. That's what I want you people to know. I want everybody to know that I know that. And anybody that is walking in this, that, that understands who we are in the flesh and have rediscovered by looking at the scriptures, I hopefully you know that what Brother Kenneth just said. But if you don't know, please learn tonight that, like Galatians 3 and 28 says, there is neither Jew nor Greek, neither is there bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. There is no more a Jew than there is a male or a female. Now watch this. Watch what I'm about to do here. If I start talking about how we're not males and females, y'all going to think I'm cuckoo. But yet you're in the spirit. But you want for sure to be acknowledged as a male. But if I say, no, uh-uh, we ain't going by no male or female, we're just going to go by the spirit, there would be all kind of problems. Because even though the spirit is the most important thing, many of us, have certain requirements for that natural male-female. But the Bible says very clearly in Galatians 3 and 28, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ. So there really we shouldn't pay no attention to male or female, right? You'll say, well, no, brother. So, well, hold on. So what I'm saying is this. What Brother Kenneth just said was, and I'm very serious. He is absolutely on point. I just want everybody to understand that if you use the natural revelation of us being Israel in a way to approach the Father, you are in error. But if you use the natural
natural revelation, just like that foster person would. And I'm not picking on people that's in the foster care system. But if you use the revelation of finding out who you are in the natural, the way a foster person will once they found out their mom or their dad, what that would do for them, if you use it like that and just understand it is just showing you connecting something that's missing inside of you. Just like we have to acknowledge male, male, male and female, but the Bible clearly says that they're not. That's not so in the spirit. But we still acknowledge it. But the Bible says it's not so in the spirit. But the Bible says. But the Bible says. But we still continue to acknowledge male, nor female, male and female. It's my point. You can acknowledge the flesh, but you just can't have confidence in it. You can't live your life. You can't approach the holy of holies. You can't approach the Father, in other words, through your ethnic, I am a Jew, Father, coming to him like you're superior, resting on it, putting down other people that may not be Jewish. You, this is what we're not supposed to be doing with this identity. But to use it to understand, now I to use our ethnic revelation to realize why we're going through what we're going through in the Americas, to understand why we are in the Americas in the first place, why we're putting those slave ships, this provides amazing, uh, what they call it, closure, closure, amazing closure to that whole experience. Go ahead, brother. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I understand uh, what you're saying. And uh, I, I'm not going to be too much longer here. I, I definitely wanted to say that I appreciate you for uh, bringing me on here to your show. I think it's an honor that you would think of me in, in that way to, to bring me on uh, to, to your show. Uh, but what you're saying is, is absolutely right. Uh, we, we definitely want to focus on uh, getting in, in the spirit of God and walking in the spirit of God, the Bible lets us know that uh, we need to walk in the light uh, as he is in the light, that we may have this spiritual fellowship one with another. Uh, that that's, that's what we need. That's why the Father sent the Son, that we can have this spiritual fellowship, that we no longer have to try to develop this relationship with God through rituals and uh, different uh, sacrifices of animals and goats and things of that nature, but we can personally get a relationship uh, with him, and, uh, and 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 that's something that you talked about, you know, uh, being adopted. Uh, but but through the spirit, uh, you know, we were once alienated from that connection, and uh, I'm excited to know that we all have an opportunity to be reconnected. Uh, if we're not connected uh, to God through the Spirit. Uh, and I just wanted to, to leave that with you, brother. Again, I appreciate you uh, for bringing me on here. Uh, hope to uh, maybe come back again. I'm going to have to go. But I just wanted to leave uh, that thought that, that, that we must strive to be connected with the Father through the Spirit. All right. So next time I'll, I'll see you again. Okay, before you go, and I know you got to go real quick, I just want to thank you for coming on, and I hope you uh, understand my anger, what I was saying. I was saying I needed you to be neutral 
and not a so-called Israelite. I needed somebody that we have so many people on that agree with everything you're saying. Sometimes people on that agree with which they come at a different angle. And I love your angle, and I love how you put the proper use. You're absolutely positively correct. There's no way in the world anybody at any time should be using their identity in the natural, be it male or female, called like Galatians 3.28 was saying, or revelation of us being Israel, or revelation of us being Philistines, or us revelation of whoever you are under the sun, never should we use that to approach the Father, to try to have a relationship with him based upon just that physical, because he said your righteousness is as filthy rags. We have to, like he said, go through the Spirit. And that's all I'm saying. I hope you got that from me. That's all I'm well, saying. I'm not yeah. taking, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I think we definitely uh, agree with that, definitely on the, on the same page. And together, I think we, we can really make a difference in encouraging people to worship the Father and Spirit and truth. Absolutely. Well, brother, go ahead and win. I'll talk to you later again. Thank you for your time tonight, and God bless. God bless you. Okay, and I have to be careful. I'm about to. <laughs> I was about to hang up myself, like when I'm hanging up. But anyway, that was uh, brother Kenneth Johnson, like a young brother, uh, got a heart after the Most High, and I just enjoyed talking to him. And uh, we talked uh, about. Uh, Lots of stuff to tell you the truth, but he, his whole angle on um, the way we look at the, uh, the way we approach the Father is absolutely correct. And I wanted, sometimes I like, a lot of people don't like it, but I like hearing people that come from a completely different, well, not too different, but because we're really saying the same thing. We both agree a lot. We have similar backgrounds with the type of teaching we come up under. But it's just good to see someone that don't necessarily uh, embrace yet but does is leaning towards seeing. I mean, he was more open than anybody. I've, I'm not going to say than anybody, but he was one of the most open people I've heard with regards to this whole Israelite revelation. But I just want to cautious my brothers and sisters as a watchman, just somebody that's just watching and praying, just like you, you're doing, right? Because the Bible tells you to be doing that, right? I mean, come on. That's what the scripture tells us. We're supposed to watch and pray. And so as a watchman, um, I just it's just good to hear somebody come on and uh they don't really know your my angle 'cause he don't he don't really know where where I'm coming from. But just to hold his own and let us know that brother, whatever we do, we gotta be in the spirit. You know, the Bible talks about a spirit in you, a spirit in you. Some people believe that the Father is no longer using the natural Jew because of the spirit in you spoken forth in Romans. But I beg to defer, the Father is, hasn't forsaken his natural seed, his natural people. And he talks about a resurrection that is to happen, that is what's happening, uh, according to Ezekiel 37. Out of the dry bones, uh, those bones are coming together. Those bones are coming together. And I think this new generation, this young generation, the one we can't stand a lot of us, <laughs> they are unchurched, and they don't have all the lies and all the deceptions 
and all the ignorance that we grew up in our generation, when they see the scriptures, they see it, they believe it, they apply it. I'm not saying they are better or anything, but I'm just saying when it comes down to understanding biblical things, I think these young people are light years ahead of us. They just can just see clearly. And um, uh, I wonder why there's so many young people. I begin, I was beginning to think, well, maybe it's because they have that rebel spirit. And But no, these young people are very serious about returning to their heritage. They want to keep the feast days. They want to, some of them are even trying to observe the Shabbat. As long as they don't think that they're keeping the feast days of the scriptures, commanded Israel to do wherever he drive them. It says in whatever land you're in to keep these and honor these days. And uh, as long as they don't try to work for their righteousness, I think their righteousness or whatever they're working for, or as long as they don't think that their works are worthy to be considered righteous, I think it's a wonderful thing to keep the feast days. It's just a memorial of what who the Father is in our life and what he promised our forefather Abraham. So we have to keep these things intact, the feast days. And, and it's a very excellent idea to keep the, the Shabbat, you know, the Sabbath. I just don't think that you can make a religion out of it, and I don't think you can uh, use it like... Um, to, to get to uh, to get points from the Most High. Now that was Matthew twenty six and forty one. Uh, watch and pray. Speaking of being a watchman, uh, Luke twenty one thirty six. Watch ye therefore and pray always. Uh, Mark thirteen and thirty three. Take ye heed. Watch and pray. So several times. Oh, and also. Well, this is several times in the scripture where it commands us to watch, 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 and pray. So that's where um, another another reason or another way we get this uh, name, the Watchman of Zion. Again, Zion is anyone that's seeking the Most High, have a heart after Him. Also, Zion was uh, and is ancient Israel in the land of Israel. The people in their land is called Zion. So tonight we're reaching out to both. This show is to both. We're talking about uh, things that affect both groups, okay? Because if the Father is revealing who Israel is, it's not just for black people to throw a party and to celebrate. It's also for the world. That's what I. One of the things I get a little frustrated with. Just sometime, uh, with regards to a lot of these young people in this whole revelation, they feel like it's a black thing. I mean, they, they, I don't, I don't think they're necessarily. I'm talking about the ones that are really trying to do right. They feel like this message is to uh, African Americans because they are the ones that are one of the lost tribes. But I don't think anything that the father do is towards any group of people. If it's truth, everybody's going to need it. And I'll tell you why, just real quick, some of y'all saying, I don't know if I agree with you on that, but let me tell you why. It's important that all people see this light. Because if you look at African Americans just on the scale, just just, just if you look at African Americans, if you was the Martian and you just came to Earth and you just didn't know anything, you just simply 
went by what you see. No, you don't know anything about no civil rights movement. You don't know about no Martin Luther King. You come from Mars, and you're just looking at the state of the African American. You would believe that they are cursed. You would think that they are evil because, or you would think that they're doing something evil, I meant to say, because you will see them at the bottom of every single aspect of society. Okay? But once a person, uh, I'm talking about non-so-called black people right now, once other ethnic groups understand who we are as a people, and the Most High said that he would do all these things to us as a people if we disobeyed, then we go from... <laughs> Well, I tell you, then we go from uh, looking cursed to looking chosen. We go from looking like the problem to looking like a solution. Once people understand why we go through the things we go through and why we suffer the way we suffer, it actually is a story being read to them. I mean, once they find out we're Israel, they can see the whole story. Okay, so they didn't pass down the laws, the Torah to their generations like the Father told them to. They didn't tell their children their culture like the Father told them to. They didn't keep those feast days and on those feast days remind their children of who they are and what the Father was doing and what the Father had done. They didn't pass down that to their kids, kids, kids. So now they're fulfilling what Moses said would happen if you don't do that. These people are living out those curses. That's why they disproportionately in prison. That's why their houses is led by women. That's why they can make us rich, but they can't come together to have anything significant but they can make their oppressors very wealthy. Oh, see, the people of the world begin to start seeing this whole, this whole story. And I'm telling you, folks, in the end, it makes the Father look like we have a relationship with him as a people. It is a love story between the Bible is a love story between a God and his people. So tonight, again, we're watchmen of Zion, and we're looking at the state of our people. Like I said last week, well, let's start week before that. Week before that, we talked about the preachers of L.A., that new show, and the greed that oozes out of that show. And, and we talk a lot about greed in the church. These are concerns that we will see when we're watching and praying. So and then the next week, last week, we talked about rap music. Tonight, we are hitting the church and talking about these people that feel justified Righteous because they are an Israelite or because they 
keep the feast days or because they keep the Shabbat or because they face the east when they pray or because they this or because they that. Brother Tennant, which I again thank for coming on the show with such a short notice, like he articulated, and he's right, and like I've been articulating for some time now, but it's good to hear somebody else say it. We have got to approach the Father with who we are in the Spirit. We have got to approach the Father with the righteousness that has been provided for us. The Bible talks about the gift of righteousness. I'm going to say this. I'm going to wrap this short. I'm not going to go uh, too lengthy tonight. But the Bible talks about, uh, if you can get your Bibles out, I want everybody to check the scripture out. A lot of people don't know about this. I don't know why it's so basic salvation. It's, it's, it's just, it's so basic salvation. I don't know how anybody could not know about the gift of righteousness. But righteousness is a gift. It's a gift. It came through Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. When he died, the sins of the world was taken care of, past, present, and future. And this gift of righteousness is spoken of in Romans 5. And we'll say uh, in 17 talks about righteousness, gift of righteousness. As a matter of fact, let's read that real quick. We'll take a little short break, and then we'll come right back and wrap this show up. Romans 5 and 17. And folks, please, please put this show on high alert priority on your list. This message that we're talking about tonight is major. A lot, a lot, a lot of people, not just Israelites, but people every day, even some of our grandmothers and mothers and fathers and uncles, a lot of people are working to be good so the Father will do this or do that. He said, your righteousness is as filthy rag. He cannot take our righteousness. Romans 5.17 says, For if by one man's offense, speaking of Adam, for if by one man's offense, offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace, much more they which receive the abundance of grace, and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ. One more time. For by one man's offense, speaking of Adam, death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace. Israelites, Hebrew Israelites, we have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. And the scripture says, and we shall reign in life by one, which is Christ. So what am I saying? What's all that mumbo-jumbo religious 
for those of y'all that are not familiar with the scriptures. It's very simple. The Father knew we could not because our forefathers could not ever please him with so he had his servants, his servant Moshe, Moses, to offer up sacrifice constantly. Even Job offered up sacrifice constantly for his family. We absolutely, positively cannot do anything under the sun to please the Father. He says again, our righteousness is as filthy rags. So what did he do? He brought the Messiah into the picture. Messiah shed his blood, being a lamb slain before the foundation of the earth, the scripture called him. He shed his blood. Sin, sin, sin has been taken care of, past, present, and future. As a matter of fact, for those of you all that are listening and you haven't heard of this before, I've got something for you. I got a lot, a lot of things for y'all. I'm giving y'all kind of stuff. But if you would um, go again to blogtalkradio.com/slash the number five underscore smooth underscore stones five smooth stones. Okay. Or you can just go to Blog Talk Radio and just type in five smooth stones on the search window. But if you would do that and go down to the very first message we shared the very first message we shared it was talking about this very topic the gift of righteousness that show is another popular one the very first show this is what happened it was it was on march the 19 2011 just look for march the 19 and go to that show it's called righteousness is a gift not of works. And then in parenthesis, I said, shall we sin then? See, that's the argument. If righteousness is a sin and the Father just gives it to us like some gift, if he's just giving us like some gift, then we can just sin the way we want. We can just sin, sin, sin. That's the first thing people say when they hear me talking about this. But I'm not saying that... I'm not advocating sin. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you like this. Fred Price made a great illustration with regards to the law versus grace. The law versus grace. He said, Christ have come and have made us clean. Not Christ have made us clean. The Father sent the Messiah. And through the Messiah's death as a lamb, the Father no longer judges us with regards to coming in his presence. We can come in his presence because sin, sin, the thing that killed the prophets of the Old Testament when they walk in the Holy of Holies, sin, sin has been taken care of, past, present, and future. We now have a relationship with the Most High, or I should say we can now approach the Most High, the Holy of Holies, without shame because of what the Father wrought through Christ. It's very important we say it like that, what the Father wrought through Christ. Christ didn't wrought it through himself. Christ didn't do it himself. 
he was obedient and went to the cross, but the whole idea of the cross, the whole salvation plan was a gift from the Father. Okay, I'm back. I'm back, folks. I don't know what happened. I... Anyway, I just, it's just, I was so glad the brother joined me tonight. Uh, even though he didn't say that much, he said just enough. I'm telling you, I'm really having, I'm just, I, I, I'm just really, not upset even, I'm just, I'm just cautious by so many people that is just driven by, this whole, and I guess they're just babies. You know, a lot of these people that's coming into this awareness of Israelites, this whole Israelite uh, heritage, and it's true. It's so true. It's so biblical. It's so sound. I don't know why the church is not on this and been preaching this. And, the, and they probably actually started preaching to tell you the truth until white supremacy crept in. But it is so profound. It is so solid. It is so biblical. I don't know how anybody ever missed this revelation of, of African Americans being the people of the Bible. I mean direct descendants bloodline. I want to take this opportunity now to ask anybody on the phone lines. I don't hardly do this too much, but I'll do it every once in a while. Anybody on the phone line with a question or a comment, I've been kind of busy. I haven't been looking at the chat room like I need to. Y'all probably asking all kinds of questions. Let me see. But if you have any questions on the, on the phone lines, this is an opportunity where you can share, and I, I, I won't mind it at all. I don't like talking the whole show. Sometimes I don't have time to, uh, because we have guests and so forth. But right now I have time if anybody wants to make a comment. With regards to this whole thing about the Israelites, this movement of, uh, of of Israelites all over Facebook and MySpace and YouTube, and there's just seemed like to me this leaning towards um, uh, this effort to be righteous based upon keeping uh, the Torah, uh, facing the East, uh, uh, keeping the feast days, uh, wearing certain garments as we to return to our, our true heritage, and some people even speak in Hebrew, they feel like this gives them points towards their righteousness or being righteous. I know I know what I'm talking about. I hear it all the time, see it all the time. Some people uh, even go as far, I, I, I would say, and, 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 I, and I'm a spirit being, so I'm, I know it sounds a little judgmental, but some people... You wonder, because they're always in the middle of arguing over when, what feast day is done on what day and what proper name you call the Most High, and they get so much on that you wonder, what are they really saying? What are they really doing? Are they really spiritual at all, or is it just about trying to prove themselves right? Anybody else feel like that, please, 
uh, make a comment in the chat room or on the phone lines. Otherwise, what I'm going to do very quickly is take a short break and, I'm, and wet my throat, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to hit on some other issues with regards to the Israelites, with regards to these people that call themselves Hebrew Israelites, with regards to these millions of people that have flooded the Internet talking about this revelation of black men, the Israelites. And uh, tonight, as those of you, I see some of you just tuning in. Unfortunately, you missed a lot, but we've been talking to a brother I had on the show earlier by the name of uh, Brother Kenneth Johnson, and uh, he's beginning a work here locally in my area. And uh, I met with him, and we talked about some things. He's connected with the church that's global. And um, he hasn't really embraced us being Israel yet, but he leaning towards it. It makes a lot of sense to him. He sees it scripturally. It's just it's a process, okay? But one thing he cautioned me with, which I already knew because y'all, I mean, y'all, if you listen, been listening to Five Smooth Stone programs, you know that I talk about this all the time. But he reminded me that don't get too caught off and too caught up into who you are in the natural, be it an Israelite or whatever. Don't rely on that, which I knew it. I already knew that, but it was good to hear it again. And so I want him to come on the show and just share some of the things we talked about earlier, and he did. But one of the things I want to reiterate is if you uh, – I'll tell you, the best book to read on this is the book of Galatians. I know some people argue that Paul was talking to the, uh, only to the Galatians and not to the Israelites, but what goes for the, what goes for the Galatians in terms of approaching the Most High goes for the Jews. And uh, if I can say the word Jew, I mean, I do know there was no Jan Hebrew and all this. But what I'm saying is, I want to make sure. I said I was going to check the chat room. Y'all just give me a second. I'll tell you what, let's just take a quick little break. I'm going to look over the chat room. And, and uh, again, if you, have any hand, if you have any questions, just simply press one of your phone lines and we'll come and, and, and listen to your question or your comment. Even if it, even if it want to be a compliment, you want to tell me how well the brother did earlier, whatever. Y'all don't be shy, okay? But I want to thank y'all for staying solid. And those of you in the chat room and phone lines, it seem to be not uh, uh, a swinging door, so to speak. So I appreciate y'all listening, staying tuned. Some of y'all just tune in. That's good too. So we'll be right back. Uh, just play a little some some. We we'll do a little Bob Marley. I like being a little different. I play gospel all the time, but check this out. We'll be right back.
Okay, folks, I'm back. I don't know about y'all, but uh, I think this is one of the most important shows that I have ever done. Ever. I wish that I could take this show, bottle it up, and send it to every Facebook friend, every person that claims to be a Hebrew Israelite, bottle it up, and send it to them. Because it's a beautiful thing. Like I was talking about foster people. I wasn't picking on the foster, anybody in the foster system. But I was saying to the brother earlier, no matter how happy and peaceful that a person is in Christ, you can't tell me if they found their natural fleshly bloodline parents it wouldn't take their relationship with the Father to another level. That's all we're doing with returning to our heritage. That's all. We're just returning to our true heritage. African Americans world is and will forever be the people of the Bible. When you see African American culture, you are looking 100% at bona fide Hebraic lifestyle just in modern times. If we had cows and goats and all of that and didn't have the buildings and the in the computers and all that, we would be living like them toe-to-toe. There is no other people that live it out like we do unless they're one of our brothers and sisters. So that's where my heart is at. That's where I'm at. I love all people. I'm not about to sit up here and preach no hatred for nobody. But the Bible says salvation to the Jew first, then to the Gentiles. Christ commissioned his disciples to go into the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Some of y'all think I'm making it up. Let me look it up real quick for you. He said, go to the lost sheep of the tribe of Israel. And he said to preach the gospel. Salvation is to the Jew first, then to the Gentiles. I make no apology for saying that. I make no apology for saying people, of all people, but our people is our people. When I say our people, I'm talking about African Americans. Anyway, I want to kind of skip the subject because there's other things that's on my mind. As, as we're, again, we're talking about being a watchman. You know, scripture talk about watch and pray. Uh, um, and just so, uh, and people want to know where is it at in the scripture where he says uh, several times, uh, uh, Matthew 15 and 24 comes to mind. That's what I'm looking up here. But anyway, there's several times Christ, when he commissions his disciples, like all of the Gospels should say it, 
uh, go ye to the house to the lost sheep of the tribe of Israel. That's what Christ commissioned his disciples to do. They were to go literally to these uh, dark-skinned people only. And back then, all of them was pretty much dark-skinned. I know people say, well, how do you know that? Again, this is a show we've covered. I've done over 15 shows, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, literally 15 shows talking about biblical proof of black Jews. So tonight, for those of you that's just tuning in, all late, <laughs> we are addressing the Israelites in this this humongous movement. I've never seen nothing this large in my entire life. I've seen the birth of the charismatic world. I've seen the birth of uh, Pentecostalism. I've seen movements within the Pentecostal circle, millions of people. I've seen the the Muslims, uh, the whole increase within Islam, a lot of people joining Islam, but I have seen nothing, nothing can top the thousands upon thousands of uh, young people embracing the whole Hebrew-Israelite culture uh, in every way. And my caution, again, in doing this show, I'm doing this show, and the caution is for us to be very careful. Embrace your culture. Embrace your true name. Embrace your true land. Embrace, embrace, embrace. But for whatever reason, don't ever feel like you can take that to the Holy of Holies. Don't ever feel like the Father is accepting you because you kept the Shabbat. Don't ever feel like the Father is accepting you because of this or accepting you because of that. Your righteousness is... Your righteousness, just bear with me, folks. Your righteousness is as filthy rags. So, but here's something else that I was want to share tonight, and I want to just make sure we're okay in the chat room. All right. Here's something else I want to talk about. We have to ask ourselves, why is it, I'm talking about to my family, talking to the, those of us that have, Acknowledge with Israel. I'm, 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 I'm a watchman upon the wall, warning my family of things that I see coming, just like watchmen did back on the old, olden days when they was up on the high, tall fortresses. So anyway, why is it that this group of people constantly, constantly uh, are Maybe it's a phase we all go through. Why, why this anger on the Internet? So many of our brothers and sisters are blasting white people. You know, it's, white people is not our problem. Our problem was, is, and probably will always be our foreparents sinning and our sinning, turning from the Most High, not keeping his commandments. He said that if you broke these commandments, all of these things will happen. He told us what will happen before. And why do we just seem to stay on the law so hard and we don't pay attention to grace? And, and, and why, why are we so stuck on the Torah 
the Old Testament. Uh, I know the Torah is only the first five books, but I'm just saying, why are we so stuck on just the Old Testament? We are commissioned to obey every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. It is so many Israelites, and again, I don't think it's some like these people are just evil or something. I just think they're ignorant. There's a lot of, uh, while they do have the main revelation, they, a lot of them wasn't raised in church and they just don't have the basic foundation. And I think that's what a lot of what we're seeing on, on Facebook with all these arguments over what day we're supposed to worship and how, what we're supposed to wear and what was the proper name. I mean, just heated, heated arguments over what we're supposed to call the Most High. And if that's not the most important thing, what you call it, the most important thing is that you call it, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm just attempting tonight, and those of you that's tuning in that might be looking for our brother, Ellie Shua, Ellie uh, he's, again, he, uh, I had another guest on tonight in his place. So that's where what happened. So Brother Kenneth Johnson just left not too long ago. He was our guest for the night. So anyway, I'm just just concerned about the family. I'm concerned about us as a nation. We need to embrace who we are and be bold with it. Be proud. Do not whisper. Be bold with it. Not in an antagonism antagonizing way, but just be confident in Israel, and who you are. So, folks, I don't want to take this show too much longer. I've, I've spoken, and I feel like I've spoken what I was supposed to speak. And uh, I'm so, again, thankful that many of y'all are just hanging around And because uh, uh, I can see when you leave, and some of y'all is just hanging around it must be listening, and that, that's a good feeling to know that people are listening. Again, if you have a question or comment, just press 1 on your phone, and we'll take it. And uh, as you know, I don't always do that. Sometimes I don't have time to. But uh, I just want this whole uh, nation, because we are a nation within a nation. We, America should be, uh, we should be able to say it's our home because we pay taxes and and our foreparents died in their wars, and et cetera, et cetera. But according to Scripture, we are a nation within a nation. The Bible talks about how his eyes is upon Israel wherever they go. Amos 3 and 2, the book of Amos, uh, chapter 3, verse 2 says, Of all the nations of the earth, you have I known. So, as a brother, I'm just I'm just looking and watching, and I'm warning our people. Embrace who you are. Thank the Father you have returned home, if nothing else in your mind. And one day, yes, even a remnant is to return to the motherland, Israel. Now, I know Africa is the motherland of all civilizations, but I'm talking about after we left mom and dad's home, we went out. And Israel is our home. 
Not all of us will return. Many of us are in love with America. But make no qualms about it. We are from the loins of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I think it's a beautiful thing to embrace who we are. I think it's a beautiful thing try to keep every one of those laws that's relevant to today. The Holy Spirit is going to lead you and guide you with that. I think it's a very good idea that we try to return and even speak the language. Now, I personally don't get into the Hebrew speaking because I don't trust the people over in Israel today, and I feel kind of very awkward having them teach me our, our language we used to speak. I'd much rather just you know what I'm saying? I, I, I have problems with asking the Israelis anything. I don't want to go to their synagogue to learn anything. It's not that I hate them or anything like that. I just can't trust. Can't trust. Uh, people that the Father has sent to that land as a punishment scattered his people throughout the four corners, brought a people from the north that he kept prophesying over and over and over what happened. Anyway, 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 it's a lot going on in my head right now. Um, so, folks, what I'm going to do, I'm going to just wrap this show up, and I think this is probably the record. I don't think I've done a show this short, but I feel like we just hit it right in the mouth. We hit it right in the mouth. Be celebrate who we are. Celebrate the fact that you've been reconnected with your mom and dad, so to speak, uh, by way of this revelation. But uh, when we go before the Father, we got to be trusting in what He done through Christ. We have to have it. So when we approach the Father, it's very important we approach him in the name of Christ, which means the name, the word N-A-M-E, name means character and authority. When we approach the Father, we have to go through the name of Christ or the character of Christ. I don't know if you're familiar with the Strong's Concordance. Strong's Concordance. The most popular concordance lexicon uh, dictionary out there is called the Strong's Concordance. If you were looking to the Strong's Concordance under the name, under the word name, under the word name, it means character and authority. When we go before the Most High, we are to go as though we are Christ because the Bible says, the Bible says, he that is joined, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, hold on, hold on, I've got that wrong. Just bear with me, I want to look at this, I want to give you all a scripture here, hold on one second. My mind is, uh, I told you all I was really tired, but I want you all to see the scripture here. When we, when we approach the Father, we have to go in Christ's name. And uh, let me just do this real quick. 
For those of y'all that do, if you wrote that down, Strong's Concordance, those of y'all that don't know what it is, please just write it down. Strong's just like a strong man and then the word concordance. If you go to Google, I just did it, and type in the word strong concordance, and then type on the very first link that pops up, okay? And uh, actually, let's go back here real quick because I know some of y'all are doing this with me, so I'm going to slow it down a little bit. If you can type on the second link, the second link, Again, you're going to type the word Strong's space concordance. Click on the second link. You're going to get a box. When you get that box, type the word N-A-M-E. We're talking about approaching the Father. How should we approach the Father? If you type in the word name and just look at the definition of the word name, you'll see what I mean. It has what people call you, that thing they utter out of their mouth when you walk by that's called your name that that I'm talking about they may say Johnny or Mary. That's not that's part of your name. Name means character and authority, folks, I'm telling you. It means character and authority. So look up in that uh, Strong's and Cardinals, which is also a dictionary, and it'll show you the origin uh or the definition rather of these Hebrew words and uh Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, so when the Bible says, no man come unto the Father but by me, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come unto the Father but by me. What it's saying is by his spirit. Anyway, listen, I want to thank everybody for stopping by. And supporting us again. This is our second, third week, third week. Um, I just want to thank y'all. I really do for for just just being here. Last two shows are very good. I think the second show, probably because it just happened seven days ago, a little less, but um, the shows are doing real good in terms of the numbers for. Somebody that's uh, just started. So you've been listening to at least one Watchman of Zion. Earlier there was another. And we're going to try to do this every Sunday night, every Sunday night at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time. We just want our brothers and sisters to be tight. You know, those that, that are living right, that do have their heart circumcised and they're living for the most high, we just want your doctrine tight. We just want your practices tight. You know, we want to please the Father, and we understand that what we are in the flesh. We just we just got to get out of the flesh. We just got to get out of what we're doing and what we you know, all these Hebrew practices and, and changing your name, which is the, the scripture says that Israel would change their name when they come into the newness. When, when they rediscover who they are, that's one of the things they would do. They would change their name. That's all that is fine and dandy because you're just trying to get closer to you. the Israelites of old. I understand what this is all about. We're just trying to return home, so to speak. But when we approach Yahweh, or Yahweh, whatever you post the most high, you cannot be half stepping. You got to you got to go 
through the person or, or the character of Christ. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. So I want to just tell everybody, I want to thank you all for hanging around. And I was just looking. Again, I don't see any, uh, did I see some? I don't think I see any uh, questions in the chat room. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this show up. And I just want to thank you all for stopping by and thank you all for uh, supporting us. I really mean that. Don't forget to go by the library. There's a link. Some of y'all came later and you didn't hear this, but on the front page of Five Smooth Stones and Blog Talk Radio, that's blogtalkradio.com slash the number five underscore smooth underscore stones. If you go there and look at the front page, move to the very bottom, there's a link to my online library. So, Having said, I love every single one of y'all. You don't have to be no Israelite. I love every single one of y'all. And ain't nothing, nothing you can do about it. So spread the word that we share tonight and just let people know, hey, let's celebrate who we are. Let's celebrate the return of Israel or Yisrael. But let's make sure that we go before him in the right way. This is a powerful being. Let's go before him in the right way. And that is trusting the finished work of Christ, trusting the way of Scripture. I talked about it earlier, about the gift of righteousness, trusting the gift of righteousness. Here's a tie tribute. I played this last week. I, I enjoyed it. And it's called Same God. It's talking about how the Father uh, is the same. So... I'm going to leave you all with this, and I uh, just want to say um, shalom, a peace to all my brothers and sisters out there, and let's get it right. Awake Zion, awake Zion, awake, awake, put on thy strength, as the Clark sister said earlier. Anyway, this is Ty Tribute, and listen to the words of this song as we wrap it up. Don't hang up yet. Don't hang up. Listen to the words of this song. This is going to really close it really nice. Good night. Mm-hmm.